0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our Monday morning discipleship segment, Monday morning discipleship. As always, uh, we like to come on each and every Monday, uh, try to give you something to supplement what you may have heard on Sunday. And so we're going to get right back into our series. This is week two, part two, if you will, trusting God in season and out of season. And we're really In the vein of faith, because when you talk about trusting God, that requires uh, faith out of us, and so um, that's where we we're going to be for the foreseeable future, uh, trusting God in season and out of season. And so, what I want to do this week, I'm going to look at a familiar passage of Scripture, and we're actually probably going to be here for two weeks because um, even though this passage of Scripture, uh, many of us are familiar with those of us in the faith, uh, we are familiar with this passage of Scripture. Um, a lot of times we kind of gloss over it or it may come out, uh, around a funeral or something like that. Um, you know, we, we talk about different seasons and some of you might know where I'm going, but it really is a testament to how we ought to trust, how we ought to rather trust God in season and out of season. Right. And so I'm going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter three. And again, some of us, those of you that might be listening that are in the faith, Uh, You'll be familiar with this if you're not already um, knowing where I'm going. So I'm going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter three. I'm going to start at verse one and then we're going to read on down to verse eight. And then, like I said, there's some other uh, things that I want to pull out of here. So I know we're going to be here uh, dealing with these with this particular passage for this week and next week and maybe another week because it's going to lead us into some other places. So but let me read it. Let me read it for you very quickly. Um, Ecclesiastes chapter three. Uh, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to read it from the New King James Version. I'm also going to touch on the New Living Translation as well. So Word of God says it's not not interesting. Before I start reading, the heading in my Bible says everything has its time. Everything has its time. That's what the New King James Version, New Living Translation says, there's a time for everything. So let me share that. New King James Version, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. To everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to gain and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Now, when you see some of the things that are spoken here in the word of God, You'll understand why we have to take more than just one week to deal with this, because there's there's things in here that's heavy that need to be explained, you know, like a time to kill. Hey, wait a minute. Didn't the Bible tell us thou shalt not kill? You know, a time to refrain from embracing. Wait a minute. Are not we supposed to be a creatures of reconciliation? Right. Because God, it's about reconciliation, right? A time to love and a time to hate. Time to war. So so there's some things that we have to explain. And again, we're going to get into some of those explanations, particularly for that type of thing. going to get into that on next week. But this week, I want to use this as a jumping off point for for the next couple of, of podcasts. We talk about trusting God in season and out of season. And so again, I said the heading in the Bible says everything has a time. New Living Translation says a time for everything. And then it starts out. Both versions, you know, New Living Translation starts out in verse one. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. For everything, there is a season. And then the Bible goes and it lists out, it lists all of these things. Right. And again, we touched on a couple of those. What do you mean when you say it's a time to hate? But then the Bible talks about time to be born, time to die, time to plant and pluck up time to build up and break down, time to weep and a time to laugh, time to mourn and a time to dance. The Bible says all of these different seasons that we have to go through. And when you read this very, very familiar passage of scripture, all of us should be able to see ourselves in the vast majority of these situations, particularly the born and die thing. Now, again, you know, we, we like to say everybody has to die. And quite honestly, actually the Bible disputes that. Now, as far as you know, you're going to die, but the Bible, and I'm not going to drift off into another area today, but the Bible does say that some of us are still going to be here when Jesus comes back. So all of us are not going to die like everybody else has died. The Bible says we're going to be changed in an instant. Now you can't go to heaven like you are right now, But everybody's not necessarily going to die like those before us have died. But that's another time. That's another time. But anyway, when you look at this, time to be born, time to die, all these different things that are listed in here. You go back to verse one. It says to everything, there is a season. And then the Bible goes on to start to list all of these different changes, twists and turns that we go through in life. These different seasons that we go through. I told you all last week about the video that we did on the Facebook page where I said, this is your season. And the point that I was making was that we only want to claim the good times. You know, many of us, many of us like this. we talk about trusting God, many of us don't want to tell people how good God is until we're in a good place. You know, when the job is going well, the relationship is going well, the money's going well, the health is going well. And we'll tell people, God is good. You know what I'm saying? You get in church, and you know, me being a preacher, yeah, you know, we God is good everybody all the time. And then we say all the time, they say, God is good. And you you get that strong from people where things are alright. The things are going well, you get that strong out of people's mouth. You know, but when somebody just got a cancer diagnosis, do they, do they know to say God is good when you just lost a loved one? Do you have it in you to say Hallelujah anyhow, right? Even in those seasons. And so the point that we are making was, even as the Bible says, to everything there is a season. But for everything that we see in the in, in these verses here, that could be considered a negative even in the midst of that thing, God is still good. It was Job that said, he says, though he slayed me, yet I trust him. Because Job said, for everything that I'm going through right now, I still trust God. I want an explanation for for why these things are happening, but I still trust God. This is the example that we're supposed to take from Job. And I think I've shared this before. If I haven't, I'll say it now. Um, a lot of people that that like to say, I want the testimony of Job. And you all have may, may have heard me say this before. I don't want the testimony of Job. Because to have Job's testimony, I got to go through what Job went through. I don't want Job's testimony. Now, God may give me Job's testimony one day. I pray he don't, but he may give it to me. But I I certainly will tell you that I don't want the testimony of Job. And if you want to know the truth, Job didn't want the testimony of Job. He didn't want all that stuff going on in his life. But yet in the midst of all of that, he's saying, I still trust him. I just want an explanation for why all this stuff is happening. I need understanding why, why did I lose everything? Why are my kids dying? Why did I lose all my livestock? Why is my health failing? And so in these rough seasons, you can still trust God, even though you got questions. Even though you're not clear about why you're going through what you're going through, you can still trust God and watch this and hear me good. As you're going through these seasons, and I've shared this with people, you know, because, you know, I grew up, you know, at a time where we, they would tell us, you know, and, and, I, and I'll say this respectfully, we didn't do, we didn't know any better. They didn't know any better. People would die and we would say, oh, don't, don't you question God. Well, I've grown to understand that that's faulty thinking. God wants you to ask him questions. God wouldn't tell you, don't question me. But you know what God will tell you? Trust me. Now, now even as you ask, ask questions, as I used to teach the, the youth in the Bible class all the time, I would tell them that there's no such thing as an unanswered prayer. What do you mean when you say that Reverend Jackson? I asked God to heal my grandmother. and She still died. And, and listen, and I would ask this question, not being cynical, but I, I was trying to help him see, I would say, is your grandmother sick? See, if you ask God to heal grandma and she passed away, the last thing grandma got to worry about is being sick anymore. Because if God brings grandma out the hospital, guess what? There's another train coming. She, she might be done with this, but something else is coming right? So there's no such thing as an unanswered prayer. The answer sometimes is yes. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's not now. But God answers every prayer. And by the way, somebody might be thinking, well, you know, I prayed and asked God and he didn't say anything. Sometimes the silence is the answer. It's amazing that we attribute things to one another, but we don't attribute it to God. So somebody asks you a question that that you're saying to yourself, well, I'm not going to answer that right now, probably because you don't intend on doing it, <laughs> and you expect them to understand that as an answer. Or you thinking, I'm not going to answer you right now because I don't plan on doing what you asked me to do right now. I might do it down the road, but I'm not going to do it now. Well, that's an answer. So anyway, let, 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 as we're dealing with this, though, The point here is I'm talking about trusting God in season and out of season. And I'm bringing Job into the conversation. Job never stopped trusting God. He just wanted answers. And it's all right to want answers. But but the point I was making here, and I kind of took the long way home there. But the point I was making here was that. It's all right for you to ask God questions when you're going through. In fact, you ought to want to ask God questions. Why? Because you ought to trust him with the answer. You might ask Reverend Jackson what's going on. I may not know what's going on. And listen, again, I know we we have a lot of people that have prophetic voices and things, and you all have heard me say this before. I'm not speaking against anybody's gift. I don't know what God has gifted people with. I know where my lane is. And Reverend Jackson don't have all the information concerned in everybody's life. Reverend Jackson don't have all the information concerned in his life. There's some some why things I have to ask God myself. God, why? Why are we doing this now? Why are we going through this? Why am I struggling with this right now? So so here it is again, y'all. The point I'm making is that in these seasons where you're struggling, where you're going through, you're sick and you don't know why, where you're financially struggling and you don't know why, where you got pandemics and you don't know why, Where you got a a president who who was mentally unstable and you don't know why. I mean, I have some ideas why, but that's more for Wisdom Wednesday, right? But I'm going to ask the person that I trust with the answer. So the reason I'm going to ask God is because I trust God that he's going to tell me the truth. In these seasons that we see in Ecclesiastes 3, a time to die time to plant, time to pluck up, time to kill, time to heal. All of these different seasons, in all of these moments, particularly when we talk about a time for for war and a time to mourn, especially in a time to mourn, because again, as we go through the series, I'm going to deal with death. As as I've often shared with people, I said one of the greatest tests of faith for the Christian is someone dying especially when it's unexpected or when it's somebody who you didn't expect to die. It's when people at the funeral home is one of the greatest tests of the Christian faith because we're supposed to trust God, we're supposed to believe him. As I said earlier, when I was a kid, we were taught not to question him, right? And again, we didn't know any better. As you get older, you learn you can question him. But I would say maybe the better thing to have been telling us was you can question him, but don't doubt him. Don't doubt him. Right. So. So in all of these different seasons, though. I have to trust God. And, and, and again, death is one of those places that really challenges the Christian, because that is one of the roughest seasons that any of us will go through. And we've been dealing with it, y'all, since March of 2020. We've been dealing with a lot of death. Some people have become jaded and insensitive to it and, and they've become numb to it and doesn't phase them anymore. I, you know, that's not me, y'all. I'm still saddened to know that thousands of people are dying every day and it didn't have to be this way. But again, that's for Wisdom Wednesday. But again, when you're dealing with death, this, this time to mourn, when you're dealing with death, that's a rough season. But in the midst of it, you've got to trust God. Look at at, all these things as as we get ready to wrap this up in the next couple of minutes here. A time to gain and a time to lose. Right? Time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. Because sometimes we feel like we want to say something. When we've been mistreated or mishandled, we want to say something. Sometimes God says, don't say anything. Am the only one that's got that testimony? Well, I wanted to check somebody. And God said, you can't say anything. Don't say anything. I'll tell you when it's time to speak. And when I tell you it's time to speak, you may not ever speak to this person again. Why? Again, because the Bible says here, as we looked at this, a time to embrace and the time to refrain from embracing. And so in all of these different seasons, again, we're going to cover this a little bit more in depth over the next couple of weeks, because there's some things that we have to have to reconcile here. Because if you don't reconcile it and and I'm not the greatest teacher in the world, but I know a little something about my Bible and and I do okay teaching the word. But but there's some things that have to be reconciled in the text because we don't reconcile it then people start misapplying it and things like a time to war will make people think that they can go to the Capitol and start a war. And again, I'm not trying to go too deep into wisdom Wednesday, but listen, I saw a video today where these people stormed the Capitol and they were using all kinds of language and threatening to hang folks and so on and so forth. And then all of a sudden they were on the, the, they were on on the floor where where, where the Senate meets where the Congress meets and they decided to stop and have prayer calling on the name of Jesus, I, thanking Jesus for the strength to do all of the destruction that they had done. I said, really, Jesus sent you. But, but but anyway, anyway, before we get off track here. This is why we have to reconcile these things, because people will misapply. it, And so everything, y'all, I'm going to wrap it up here and then we'll pick it up next week. As this Bible says, everything has its time life, Ecclesiastes seems to be telling us that life will take you through a series of twists and turns. Think about this, y'all. Again, just just in, in verse two, a time to be born and a time to die. And that's not necessarily an individual thing. That's just talking about life in general. I'll leave it here in my book, Going Through to Get Through, in the chapter on death. I detailed the most difficult spring of my life where people were dying in my family, significant people, people that meant a lot to me, that were close to me were dying in my family. And it was a struggle because again, in all of that, I got to trust God. Meanwhile, my wife is carrying my second son, our first baby together. So God has taken me through the circle right there where people, significant people are dying and yet a significant birth is going to happen before the end of the year. And so for, 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 for us as Christians, y'all, we have to understand that life takes us through all of these twists and turns that we see in Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eight. But in the middle of all of that, y'all, we have to keep our faith and our trust firmly in God, because of, for all of these things, you know, it, it, and, and, and I promise it's the last thing and then we're going to give you the tag. We'll get out of here. All of these things where, 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 where we're literally getting given given instruction in, in a way. There's a time to do this. There's a time to do that. There's a time to do this. There's a time to do that. In the midst of all of this, y'all, when we look at all these different times that the Bible is laying out, that we time for this, time for that, time for this, time for that, somebody's got to tell us when to start and when to stop. Somebody got to tell us when to do this and when to not do that. Somebody's got to tell us how to do all of these different things. And so who are we going to trust to do that? We can't be left to our own devices. We can't be left to our own things. Again, we have to trust somebody. Because we're human, we're flawed. We might move too soon. We might pluck up too soon, right? We may gather stones too soon. Right. We may throw stuff away too soon. We may speak when God tell us to be silent. So we got to we got to be able to trust somebody. And I'm just a firm believer that we we shouldn't be trusting us when it comes to the things of God. We need to be leaning and depending on God. And so, yeah, we're going to pick this up on next week. Ecclesiastes verses 1, uh, chapter 3 verses 1 through 8 because we got some other things that I want to pull out of the, out of here so that we can understand it properly. We 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 need not just read the Bible. We need to understand what we're reading as best we can so that we understand not to misapply the word of God and not, you know, put our own understanding as the Bible tells us to not lean to our own understanding. You know, uh to just trust in God and to do those things that God is telling us to do or do it his way, and in his time, trusting him in season and out of season. So that's all the time that we've got for this week's Monday Morning Disciple. I, 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 Discipleship. Rather. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you're enjoying what we've been dealing with. And uh, we've, got, we've got much more to come if the Lord uh, allows us to do it. So uh, we hope that you enjoyed it on this week. Let me give you our tag, as we always do. If you'd like to keep up uh, with, with us on the ministry side, the best way to do that is to go to our ministries website, that website, www.krjministries.org. One more time, www.krjministries.org. If you'd like to purchase any of our written work, best way to do that is to go to our publishing website, the publishing website, www.krjpublishing.com. Again, that's www dot krjpublishing.com as always we encourage you if you have not done so already like and follow our ministries page on facebook uh, facebook.com forward slash kelly r jackson ministry we do believe uh that you will be blessed by that that's all the time that we've got for the purpose and beyond podcast oh make sure that you subscribe to this podcast for every listen to podcast again <laughs> yeah, now uh that's all the time that we've got for the purpose and beyond podcast our monday morning discipleship segment trusting god in season and out of season. So we hope that you enjoyed uh, what we had to share uh, with you on this week. Uh, We hope you're getting something out of it. And uh, we're going to pick it up again on next time. Uh, So we appreciate you all for stopping by and spending some time with us. And we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.